I'm Sam Seitels, and you are listening to The Pillars of Hamilton. And I am asking you guys for help. Not for me, but for a pillar. Megan Elizabeth. Do you remember her from that episode way back? She suffers from a very rare form of dwarfism, but that has never stopped her from accomplishing her dreams, including teaching in a classroom, which she's doing right now. So I'm asking you guys. Please help donate because Megan Elizabeth is about to get her first car, guys. A car that's set up special for her and she's going to be driving all over these streets, but she needs our help. She needs this special car and you to help donate. I know I'm going to donate. If you want to help her out, go to helphopelive.org slash campaign slash 16717 slash. Okay, go to helphopelive.org. Org. I'm sure if you type in her name, or you know what, I'll put a link on the Pillars fan page. Please help out Megan Elizabeth as she is the bomb. My guest today is John Bradley. You've probably seen his videos a bunch of times and you didn't even know it was from him. He's done the videos for businesses around town. He's done those awesome videos of the parades and events here in Hamilton. And if you happen to catch the Reed preschool video, that was all him. He did an incredible job for us. If you haven't checked it out, go to readpreschool.com. You can see that video that he made. He captured it exactly how I wanted him to, and I'm forever grateful. And I had an awesome time talking to him. Please welcome my guest and friend, Mr. John Bradley. You're listening to the Pillars of Hamilton. That's with me, Sam Sidetells, and you want to know what I'm going to give them? Only the finest that Hamilton has to offer. The biggest blueberries you've ever seen, baby. And they're all here, right now. What I mean to say is I'm maybe in a better place. But I feel like I'm still me. I just learn to appreciate myself. That sounds really cheesy, but it's it's kind of true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we were talking the other night at Anatas, and I was. I had a fantastic conversation with you, man. Yeah. So. And that was the conversation. That's the thing too. Is like looking at your vlogs, and if anyone goes back, and I really hope you do. I hope you check out uh, John Bradley's YouTube videos. You'll you'll see the heart that he puts into these things, and that was why I, I brought you in. But when I talked to you, when we were planning this video, I was you know being very open with you, like just showing you who I was, because that's what I wanted in my video. At the same time, I was thinking, ah, you know, it, he's kind of like holding back when he's talking to me. Uh, I've seen his vlogs; like he seems like this really awesome, cool guy. But like when I'm talking to him, he seems kind of reserved. Mm -hmm. uh, and and you're not like that. You weren't like that when I talked to you at the <laughs> chamber party. And already, I can see it on your face, man. You, you, you open book. Well, okay, so I didn't know what version of me that you knew, and I don't try to be like different people at different times, but. I mean, like I just said before we started, there's there's two sides to every coin. And I was picking up clients to do work for their business. And at the same time, I'm on YouTube making videos purely for entertainment. And I wasn't sure exactly what part of me you were referring to at the time. Really? That. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, so... But but I feel like we're we gotta step back a little bit. Let's so step back because man. that's when we kind of like met, or at least we're having a meeting. But we're talking about YouTube, and I guess how it started. 
Yeah. Real quick, I'll just... How did it all now. start, and what are you trying to get through these videos? What, what's okay. the point of it all? Okay, so when I was a teenager... I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> two fists, brother, two fists. So when I was a teenager, uh, I had a friend. We had a couple of mini DV camcorders, and we would film ourselves doing ridiculous things like skateboarding with like firecrackers taped to them and stupid stuff that like teenagers just try to do to impress their friends. I, Jackass had just came out, and we thought, like, you know, we were just too influenced. So we were always into filming ourselves and editing it. And uh, I remember I was using Final Cut 7, and we were cutting together videos, and we were, we were into that. We were into cameras. But I always wanted to do a little bit more. I wanted to make, like, a short film with actual, like, on-screen talent, like a couple actors, and write a little script and get that accomplished. And I... And then, you know, a few years down the road, I don't own a camera. And um, it just, it was a dream I once had. So then I bought a camera. I don't know, maybe this was eight years ago. And I said, you know what? I'm going to make a video. I'm going to get some friends and we're going to make something. Never came to fruition. I did start to film. Like one night we stayed up all night and filmed something in our cars driving around. We had suits on and we thought we were going to make like Pulp Fiction 2 or something. I don't know. Um, but it never came to fruition. So when I was watching a lot of YouTube instead of TV, cutting the cord. I haven't paid for cable in years and years. Smart. Um, and I started thinking, you know, I maybe I've been thinking about it all wrong. Maybe I could make smaller films based on myself because I have myself available. I can't get a couple friends together, you know, to save my life and, and, and get in front of the camera and make something worth watching but I have me I have a camera I have a computer and I kind of have the ability to edit and I'm thinking like can I do it can I be in front of the camera like will people think I'm the biggest weirdo and, <laughs> and so I so I started making uh, YouTube videos I started on you don't know this I started on my motorcycle I started having a GoPro on a motorcycle you probably don't even know I have a motorcycle no you crazy bro <laughs> I do some crazy things in my life, but I'm a safe. I'm a very safe motorbike pilot. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Is that what it's called? A no, pilot? No. Well, you like pilot a motorcycle. I, okay. I think if you want to think about it in like really. I don't. Terms. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ever get on a motorcycle, man. Those you can ride it, me. or you can like master it. I don't know. Yeah. Don't listen to me. Okay. So you're riding on a GoPro. You got a GoPro. So I have a going. GoPro, and I and I had it just to kind of like you know to film my ride just in case like somebody hit me or. So be it, but then I started like miking my helmet and narrating whatever I was seeing and then cutting it together with a bunch of jump cuts. It, I wasn't the first one to invent this style of video. There's a How good is the sound when you do something like um, that? Actually, if you stuff it in the cheek pad, you can actually get it pretty isolated. So you're just in riding, full, what do you say? What would you say if you're riding? Uh, well, that's the thing. See, I didn't like what I was creating because I felt like I was rambling a lot and I was a slightly more vulgar, it has nothing to do with riding a motorcycle, that, than I normally was because I was like... John Bradley. Yeah, well, I, I would. some guy would like almost hit me. I'd be like, check oh. out this motherfucker. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And I'd just, it would just be like, what's going on in my head? But I would literally just blurt it out. So I, and they're still up those videos. I want to see those videos. <laughs> they're on a different channel. So, so I was editing these videos together, and it just wasn't fulfilling. It was a start, but it wasn't what I wanted. So I said, you know what? 
I'm gonna be in front of the, in front in front of the camera because before I was like an- anonymous. Mm. You know, you didn't know who I was. I was just a voice. Were you scared to be in front of the camera? Or you just never thought to I do it. I don't think I. I don't think I had the self confidence. Like, mm. what would my friends say? What would my wife say? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it just wasn't. People didn't know me as that. As some guy that was like a character. I love this story right now. Yeah. Keep going. Okay, so. It was the turn of the year, January 2018, not that long ago. It's going to be two years ago now. And I went out into my garage and I filmed a video about me welding a trombone back together. And I filmed myself in front of the camera and I was like, I put the most accurate representation of who I really am in that video. Like I just was me. I wasn't trying to like be extra funny i was just my normal amount of funniness and um (laughs) and i and i thought that okay you know what this content is a lot easier to make like i enjoy editing this i i that was fun i was in my garage which was a quirky place kind of like this like i mean you'll you can find it in the footage and uh i was doing something which was kind of like one-off it was weird it was like i was fixing a trombone but i wasn't doing it the conventional way i was soldering it together like it was copper pipe and it looked like a trombone from mad max as i said in the video like it looked like the zombie apocalypse i've got to see this trombone i just watched mad max (laughs) just because it was so crudely put back together but it worked i mean i couldn't play it but um it was it stopped falling apart it was like back together and i was like hey thanks for watching episode (laughs) one and I had no idea what I was going to do for episode two, but um, I would make about one video a week. And uh, I got a couple. And this is all just coming from Pat. Like, this is just something you wanted to do. It's just something I wanted to do, and it, it, kept, and it kept snowballing. So then, episode 13 later, so what's that, 13 weeks later maybe, uh, I just was running out of ideas. I was like, this is, is not is not cutting it. I was like, I'm think, I'm, I'm waiting for interesting projects to come my way. And then what was happening was I would get something that I thought was cool, like some weird restoration project. And it turned out it was like uh, not really going to happen. It was too expensive or it was just too inconvenient to make happen in such a short time So wait, this, time was frame. Your, this was your professional life. You were just restoring items. It wasn't my professional life. It was it was something I liked to do and I was using it to make content. I, I'm... I've, we, we're going to have to back up if we want to talk about like my skill sets in life. <laughs> this is going to be like Pulp Fiction, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to go forward and we, then back. People are going to re-listen to this we episode. Are, are. So well, just take note of that, that I can that I can solder pipe and that I could restore an old refrigerator. Take note, people. Okay. So it, it just I was running out of inspiration, running out of content, and everyone around me thought, like, why is John Bradley making videos from his garage? Like, uh, what is he doing? So one day I said, I'm going to get this little blue skateboard that I have that I love to ride, and I'm going to just go skate downtown. It was like 7 o'clock at night, end of the springtime, June 7th, 2018. And I said, I'm going to go downtown, and I'm just going to bring this camera, and I'm just going to skate, and I'm, I have no plan. And I, I was going down there. I hit record, and I just started talking and uh the first episode explained that i was lacking inspiration 
and I thought if I went for a nice evening skate, the weather was absolutely perfect, that maybe it would come to me. And I, I was saying that to kind of be a little bit dramatic, like set up a story for a video. I mean, I knew what I was doing. But, but it was I, authentic, like it was true? But it was authentic. That's really what I was down there for. I just wanted to make it an interesting video and hope that I, can tell I would from find your videos. the inspiration. Like your videos are clearly like, you know what you're about to say, but it's also true. Like, it, yeah, yeah. It's not like you have a video crew following you around. <laughs> so how could you possibly get all that in without you planning to say it? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing is that it feels so real though. Yeah. It is real. It is real. That's, and, and that, that's how we're going to end this podcast. We're going to get full circle until we, we get to that epiphany where I explain my, my my most recent feelings. Okay, so I thought to myself, you know what? That is what I've wanted to do. That's what I wanted to do since the beginning of this year when I was making a video about a trombone. I wanted to just be myself and let people see that. And, and therefore, I didn't have to stay in a garage. I didn't have to avoid anybody else in my house being on camera. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to film my life i can edit it just you and your skateboard not well not just on a skateboard but just i mean there's plenty of videos where i go to like family's house now i always am respectful i always keep people that don't want to be on camera out of my videos i always make people look good if someone's about to like put a hoagie in their mouth or something like i i'll cut it before that pick up after it maybe but i'm just saying i nobody has to worry about me making them look silly on camera Except that one guy that yelled at me while I was rolling. Did he really? What happened? Uh, I made him look better than he did. Okay. See, you must have. But oh, but did you? he came up to me uh, a couple days later and said, "Hey, I, I heard I was in one of your videos," and I said, "Yes, you were." And he's like, "Oh, that that's cool." And I think he had kind of heard about himself kind of coming off the way he did. <laughs> Do you know so, who he is? Do you know who he's? I know. I Tell me off air, okay? I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know his name, but I you, I could explain to you where okay. he's from. Sure, <laughs> I'm very curious. <laughs> so anyway, um, but I don't I don't get any excitement out of like making people look bad. I like dude, I'm the exact opposite. I see you with the camera. I'm like John Bradley's there. Get my face. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's good. But I'm saying I don't I don't want to make people look bad. I don't want to make people feel awkward. Like I like to I like people to watch my video and see the people that are around me and say, oh look, everyone's like a part. In his life, they're a character. They're just willing, yes. and they're just they, people. They they think you know that life is maybe a hundred percent perfect because they see what I show them on video, and it is real, but it's it's not. I, you know, I do leave out some of like the harder aspects of life. Of course, I want it to be an entertaining video, but for the I most, love I love seeing you ride around your skateboard from place to one place to another in Hamilton, eating a slice of pizza, <laughs> talking about that parade you were just at. I love that stuff. Why not make a show just out of that? I think that like people would really get into that. Well, okay. And so, then all of a sudden they're out for a night at dinner and then John Bradley's here with the camera. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to some extent, that was kind of how this series of videos was. A little bit. It wasn't, you know, there wasn't fanfare, but there was... Uh, a lot of recognition and people kind of started knowing what I was doing and didn't uh, didn't have to wonder why I was like holding a camera in front a big camera in front of my face as I'm like skating oh I street. never thought about that yeah that's got to be it's Awkward. it's different now it's like okay it's John Bradley with his camera not <laughs> just some weirdo <laughs> oh, he's just Johnning around okay so um, it, real quick we'll just go back so I, I filmed myself 
it being vulnerable, that was it because I knew like the things I was saying, I'm thinking my wife is going to see this, my friends are going to see this, and it's like not even how I talk. And I'm thinking it's not really how I talk around them, but it's me like without the fear of what people are going to think because it's me and a camera, I'm alone. I, I knew what I, I was going to post it, but I was being myself and uh, I enjoyed that. And I didn't directly realize that I was inspired, but I said, you know what, I'm going to do this tomorrow, and let's see if I could I could return to YouTube tomorrow, the very next day. And I did, and I did that for 100 days in a row. Uh, 100, 100 logs. 100 consecutive vlogs in a row. I, I might have taken, like, one day off, but I that might have been it. Um, and after day 100, I had to kind of give myself a limit because I probably could have did it almost forever, but it puts strains on relationships when you're thinking in terms of filmmaking rather than what you actually want to do. Like we should go to this restaurant because I know <laughs> it'll look really good on film and it's pretty interesting. Or like we could just stay in and be comfortable. Like, And how long does it take to do just one a day's <clears throat> vlog? Well, um, when I started, it probably took, five hours to edit a video a, a video and i will say this um it was because i didn't know what i was filming so when you film without purpose you don't have mm. you know footage mm. that you that, yeah. that's in, that tells any kind of story and also uh, through this whole process i became a much better editor probably a much better storyteller and if i could be so bold to say a better filmmaker? Well, I wasn't not expecting this story to go this way. And, and I just always thought that your story started with film school. Because I, when I watch your films, you look very professional. As good as anyone... <clears throat> I think of a MTV putting together like a little promo for something. Like That's what it reminds me of. Just the music. The, your choice of music really gets me. I... I... Your choice of music is brilliant. Thank you. I that's I, with your voice. I have nothing more to say other than brilliant. I really that's what captured me wow. right away. I really appreciate that. I do put a lot of emphasis on sound design and music selection. Like I, I that's almost half of it. I would say for an edit for me. Well, I had to do research for this episode, and I I, I was relooking at videos I watched before I hired you. And looking at it again, it was like just the timing of things, the timing of when these these things start. The music start right when your emotion should feel that <laughs> way. And I was seeing it through your eyes, or at least I was trying to. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, no, that's brilliant. And that sounds so perfect with that. And it's crazy because I'm sure there's people who – it's not crazy. It's just true. People go through film school, but they – can't have what you have just by going through school and that's just like an eye for these things knowing what looks good what feels right what sounds good i don't know what kind of training you have if any from a professional but to me your videos are good as good as anything else well let me tell you about my uh my film background as far as education goes i have none boom yeah you i didn't know that until just now um I feel like you could spend 90 grand on film school. It's not going to make you a storyteller. It it will make you... 
I'm shaking it, my fists in the air as a storyteller myself. I'm very happy to hear this. It will make you aware of the correct terminology to use on a film set. <laughs> but I feel like uh, you're born to tell stories. I, I'm sure you could, uh, you could, you could become better and better at them. But I mean, it, it, it's a, it's something you got to love to do. There's levels to it, right? There's certain people you know in your life who could probably tell a story and they could get better at it. And then there's certain people who could make you feel a story and even get better at it in their own way. Uh, I just think there's certain people who they have their own thing and storytelling might not be it. You know? I would like to uh, preface this whole conversation with saying I just make YouTube videos and I don't think I'm that good. So I'm talking like I am a master of my craft, but I, I truly don't actually believe that, which... Could uh, you, this is your podcast, but it could segue into the next section. Uh, what, what? What? Shoot, I have to look at my notes. <laughs> which one of these would be a good segue? And th- what's, what are you talking well, about? Well, because you had asked me uh, about something that I wanted to talk about, and one thing I had mentioned was self confidence, um, yes. which is something that I am always struggling with. And, and and you, being an appreciator of my work might not realize that and and that's really awesome i mean it's it really makes me kind of you know reevaluate myself and what i do but i don't think i'm that good i i have people that i look up to in this industry that i think are much 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 better and that i will never be where they are and that may or may not be true but i don't have the confidence in me that maybe you have it like like what you said with audio sound design songs i mean I know what I like, and I take it seriously. I do think that I can pick good music, but I, I, always, <laughs> I always question. I said, maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe I spend too much time picking a song, and then I go see an ad that was made for a, a bigger store by a professional you know, marketing agency, and they picked... A, a cheesy generic song that sounds this is like also new to you man i'm just realizing now how new all this is to you see i've been doing pro wrestling and teaching for decade and a half mm-hmm. a little bit longer than that so i've been in front of audiences so many times and to me you are so naturally good and you don't even realize it and, and the thing is is that know. you you have a craft man and you have a craft to work on, and you don't want to fall in love with your craft. You do not. I never want to fall in love with uh, my wrestling repertoire. I don't want to fall in love with how I work with the kids. I want to make sure that I'm always growing and never thinking that what I'm doing is perfect and good enough. And that's what you're doing, man. And there's a lot of filmmakers, there's a lot of teachers, and a lot of professional wrestlers, and a lot of people in everyone's job who's listening right now who think they've got it figured out. And let me tell you, if, if you think you have it figured out, maybe... Ask around. <laughs> Maybe ask around. Exactly. Um, I agree with that. So uh, during the time of me making videos for myself, um, people, yourself included, started inquiring about me making videos for them. And um, I had done some work for the, for the town, the town of Hamilton. You want to tell the videos? Specific videos? Yeah. Because the people have probably seen them and, and don't even realize don't that's your work. I just assume they do. No, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a John Bradley there. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, then anytime you see one of these Main Street videos. Not or, everyone, but but a lot of them from the past year, I would say. And the one where uh, you see uh, Linda Kashan walking into her, 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 her coffee shop. You see uh, the people at um, Tales from the Olive. 
Everyone's seen that video. Um, I, I will say this. Being as this podcast is called The Pillars of Hamilton, I don't consider myself a pillar. Nobody does when they come on the um, show. I might, be, I might be like a post. <laughs> a pillar is somewhat <laughs> of a post, though. A stake. I don't know. <laughs> do you need me to sit here and tell you why you're a pillar? No, or? no, no. But okay. I will say this. Um, I do credit a lot of my success to the town. At least it's where I got my start. As far as... Um, my probably my inspiration for filmmaking and also my my clientele base you know what i mean it kind of all started here so yeah on, on a professional level, i'm not talking youtube well i want to get into the specifics of who you've worked with because you've worked with some big people here in hamilton i want to talk more about your growth as a person because you've just turned 30 uh, uh 32 32 that sounds good just turned 30 i like that I'm, no i'm 32 you're 32 yeah you're still a kid i mean it's still, you're still young, a kid yeah. look we've only gotten to the first quarter of my notes you're a good talker bro i've been saying that for years or a year <laughs> so um should we do a commercial uh sure all right let's do it hamilton listen up the original pillar is here go back to episode <laughs> one the rock star photography is back in the pillar studio and she's not alone she brought a little rock star with her. Please, who are you people? This is Allison from Allison Ann Studios. And who are you? Julia Gallagher. Woo -woo! <laughs> and what are you guys here to tell everybody? So we are doing an event on January 19th uh, at 11 o'clock in my studio, 9 South Washington Street. And it's called I Choose Me, and it's an event to empower tweens. And so we are inviting 8 to 12-year-olds. Um, we want to empower them. We have a few speakers coming. We have Maria Grande, who's an incredible life coach, motivational speaker. We have Carrie's coming from Solid to talk to the girls. Oh, um, and I then know we, all about Carrie. Yeah. People have requested for her to be on my she's show. She's awesome. She's awesome. I love her so much. So she's going to come and talk to the girls about their bodies, about nutrition. And then we have an accountant, a woman coming, a mommy coming to talk to them about money. Um, and then we're going to do some fun things in between. Um, we have someone coming to draw designs on them and empowering words on them. And then I'm going to bring them into the studio and photograph them. And I'm going to gift them um, an image of, of themselves to have to remember who they are and their uniqueness, that they are awesome in who they are and don't let anyone ever tell them otherwise. This is for girls between the ages of? Eight to, 12. Eight to twelve, and they have to call to register because I have limited space. And then we're, and then there's a twenty suggested twenty dollar donation to Girls Inc., um, which is an is an awesome empowering organization. For, That's all for you're asking is for people to donate twenty dollars. Yes. yes, yes. You're awesome, Julia. Yes. Are you going to be there? Yes. Oh, hey, can you do me a favor, Julia? Can right. you keep this going so that my baby sore can come in eight years? Okay. Yes! <laughs> this is amazing. Allison Gallagher, you rock. Thank you so much for bringing this Thank you. in. Thank you. You rock too, Julia. Profession. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what a cool way to start getting jobs. Yeah, but, but the thing is, I never thought it would lead to that. That, that It's an unintended byproduct, I guess you could say. A, a good one. A somewhat lucrative, or I don't want to say lucrative, but like... A, a good career to be in. Yeah, and you filled this need that Hamilton needed. I suppose so. You definitely did. And that could have gone to anybody who had a camera. And it went had just so happened to go to a guy who has a vision. 
We're recording? I didn't know we were recording. That's yeah, good. I snuck that on you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying too much good stuff. <laughs> uh, so, so like I said, just to sum it up, it was it was an un- unintended consequence of uh, what I was doing. I wanted to work with a camera, and I never thought I would actually be working with a camera. And so now who are you working for? Who, 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 who have you shot these videos for? Some of the big, big names here in Hamilton. Uh, yeah, you want to name drop them? Yeah, bro. Um, They're listening right now. Main Street, working with Cassie. Cassie is, is a, a, I could say a mentor, a friend. We'll say friend. I'm going to call her a pillar. She's definitely a pillar. <laughs> she's definitely a pillar. We'll go that. She's a, she's my pillar. She's a pillar. Um, so, uh, let's see who else. Um, Dee Donato's. You shot a video at the uh, bowling alley? Uh, yeah, several. Wait, did you shoot the uh, whole outside? Yeah. Oh, oh, that was awesome. Oh, yeah? Well played. Thank well you. played. For those that don't know, he's he, uh, the owner of Tidonados is the mayor of... You're basically Hamilton. working... You work for the mayor. <laughs> you work for the mayor. Um, I Listen, I appreciate each and every one of the clients that I work for. I, I don't even see them as clients. I see, of, I see them as... Um, Come on, bro. You know people you know. in the community that I live in, and I'm not. I'm hey. not. I look. I'm even going to swear, so you know I'm telling the truth. I, I'm not bullshit. Like I really. You dirty, see. dirty. How <laughs> dare you? We talked about this. <laughs> Come on, bro. You got to be honest with me. You got to. You got to tell me those re- preschool clients. They had to have been pains in the butt. Be real with me, man. <laughs> no, actually, that was an awesome project. And did you enjoy that project? Yes, 100. percent I enjoyed it, and also we got to work with a bunch of people from town. So if Talking about awesome people from town is what we're talking about. There you go. Because there was like a half a dozen people or more, a dozen people all from this town that were in that video Yeah. that we spent some time with. I spent some time with. And um, and it was fun. I, I probably spent more time with them than they realized because I edited that feel, video. How did it feel <laughs> being in a school with all those little kids? <laughs> um, it was It was new. It was a new concept the chairs are small and the kids are only they're only knee high and they say things that i don't always understand e- even when they're articulating something i mean i just am like uh, you just can't speak yes three <laughs> year old not kids. really I'm, I'm better at it now my daughter now is three and a half oh so you had to learn so i feel like i can uh i can fit in better oh so you'd come back and yeah for the sequel you'll uh-huh. be just fine you'll uh-huh. be chit-chatting yeah away. no i i've uh, honed my skills oh man and, and and you've been filming me in action man thank you so much for that that was of course uh, that was really great for me um it, it's uh very typical for the type of work that I do, which is like the run and gun documentary style filmmaking. That's what I like to do. I feel like if I could say that I'm good at it, it it is because I can embrace the chaos of any given uh, video job. You know, some there's a lot of uncontrolled circumstances. You know, it's not like we're working with paid actors with writers writing scripts i mean kids. We're, we're working with kids here <laughs> what are the what is it? am that. i working with children okay. <laughs> yes you were and you did a splendid job and with puppets you worked with puppets too yes Ske- skeeter <laughs> yeah don't forget about skeeter um all right so let, can we uh, let's go into the um normally i wouldn't bring this up with someone um but i mean you're very public about it. you made a video about it you were going through a very hard time at, what, at what video point. did i just send you well, the video. What video did you send me? Yeah, because that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. The link. I sent you a link to a video. Yeah, you sent me that video. So the video is basically, not basically, it's it's your divorce. 
I didn't realize that when I'd met you and we were talking about earlier in this podcast, now to tie it together, uh, when we were sitting in these meetings, I was expecting to see the John Bradley of the videos I had been watching. And I was seeing this John Bradley who I, I had nothing against you. Uh-huh. All I just could tell is that you were kind of holding back and I didn't know why I didn't take it personal, but like, you know, I didn't feel like I was getting the real John Bradley. I completely understand what you're talking about. Like I hundred percent aware of what you're saying. I, I agree. You're right. You're hundred percent right. Um, if I could speak to that, I would say it was a mix of what I was talking about earlier, wanting to be not assume that you have seen only vlogs, YouTube videos of mine, and that you are wanting a certain level of production. But not just that. Also, I was going through a, a transitional time, and there's you know a lot on my mind. I guess that's how you say that. And um, I never wanted to really like let it show. You know, I had a job to do. So. But I would say, you know, when you're not uh, the most loquacious on the job site, you know, bubbly, talkative, then, uh, yeah, people probably think, hmm, this is not the guy that i seen skateboarding down the street. Yeah, I thought it was me. I was like, man, I am too, uh, I am just too oh, much for this guy. That's not true. I literally thought I was just too, like, I don't know, animated. I don't know what the right word is. Uh, I was enthusiastic about the film, you know, so I was really excited. So you would, like, leave, and I'd be like, man, I think I was too much for John Bradley tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not true. But I will tell you this. It wasn't that I was necessarily thinking about other things or my, or my mind was somewhere else. It's just the creative side of your brain it gets uh, dull. You were in a dark place. <laughs> well, that, that sounds serious. I mean, I... I <laughs> it I, was I, serious, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A dark, a dark place. <laughs> I don't know. It's just were not funny. <laughs> I was in a sorry. I, I was in a to... gray place. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I saw some light around. I'm not good with colors, so. <laughs> um, it was the, the colors were neutral and lackluster. I don't know. So it's just that, like I said, uh, creativity was hard to come by, and it was, you know, I was taking on jobs where people are hiring me for what's inside my head. Mm. So uh, in turn, my personal work dropped off because. One, I didn't want to share what I was going through. Not that I wanted to hide it. I just didn't want to have to like, like constantly make a depressing video after depressing video. Like That's not what I'm all about. I like keeping it real. So you just stopped. You stopped making the logs. I, I, I thought that um, I will wait until the time is right. And uh, that, it, that was a while. And the time, the time is right now. It's just... <laughs> it's logs just that, are coming back. Yeah, it's just that I'm a busy person so i can't make one every single day but i'm going to try to make one dare i say this on the record once a week oh you're putting on the air now people are gonna be looking out yeah i'm gonna be looking out i hope so yeah i'm so excited what's this new john bradley gonna be doing okay we'll talk future goals but let's go back to that video um it's so i've never seen a video like that before so john bradley before he came here tonight, uh, a couple days ago, he sent me a video. Is it titled The Divorce? Mm-hmm. I, I just, it, I wanted to title it something clickbaity uh, or something that uh, was a little more interesting. But I figured, you know what? I didn't put a bio, a, a description of the video. I didn't put anything. I didn't share it. I, I just, that was like the default title because it was a no frills video. There was, you know, there's not a lot of production to i mean i I did put some effort into making because i wanted to tell the story accurately as i as i knew how to do but um 
I didn't I didn't f- glamorize it. I, I you say. didn't glamorize it. And for from a, a guy who's obviously never been divorced, I it was really hard to watch it. It was really hard to see you guys sitting together in that room side by side and just knowing like this is where it's going down. There's people over in the far side of the room. They're also getting divorced. Like. It is, it's a very sad thing. It's really sad. Um, just divorce in general. Just, yeah, everyone at the same courtroom waiting room, just waiting to get divorced. Um, but I, I was cautious about making that video because I didn't want people to necessarily think that, like, is he that self-absorbed and oblivious that he can't stop making videos for even his court date? to get divorced like that was not the case at all like i was fully aware of what i was doing the potential ramifications and i said i can't not document this i might not post it but at least let me record it and um i can choose not to use it and yeah so but then some time passed and i said you know what i think i could make a video that isn't poor me and it isn't putting anybody else down particularly the other party involved and um and it'll tell the story and i thought that's like if if someone's gonna do it it's gonna be me so i I don't know so i made a video about my divorce and uh yeah and your wife is in it she's in it and how did that come about man and and what um, were her feelings while you had the camera on her during this moment well, to this day, I don't know if she has ever seen it, but she 100% knows that I was making it. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, she was talking into the camera. She probably doesn't care to see it. Yeah, exactly. And that was and that was one of my stipulations for making that film in the first place was that it couldn't be just me riding a skateboard talking about how I got divorced. I figured that would be like the most immature way to deal with such a serious situation. You know what I mean? Because underneath it all, like I do, I do feel like I, I can appreciate the magnitude of certain things, even though I look like I'm mainly having fun skating around. But like this, the, this has a great magnitude. Mm-hmm. Who's this video for? It, the video is for everyone that ever kept up with my channel. Like I said, before that, I made 140-ish videos. A lot of them were continuations of one another. And people that followed along started to know the people in my life. They knew my personality. And when that drops off, I I don't want to sound arrogant, but I felt like they at least deserve a little bit of an explanation, even if it's just a select audience. This is how much you care, man. So I wanted to be, um, I wanted to be honest, and <laughs> this is why you're. Cute. And and I wanted to put things into perspective because you know what? Next time I'm making a video and I have a girlfriend they've never seen, or I'm living in a new place, it it, it would be like, what is John Bradley doing? Did he like abandon his life? You know what I'm saying? I, I, not that mm. people would assume anything one way or the other but i just figured you know what if anyone is gonna think something let me tell the story let me tell them what the have thing. you ever thought about oh I, I don't know if i can ask you this have you ever thought about your kid watching it one day um yes and how do you feel about that how do you feel she would feel about i that? would say that um i don't know how she would feel about it but i would say that when i was making the video i had thought about that and i 
and that was another reason I was okay with making it is because it maybe tells a story that it tells the story in the perspective that I was feeling then while it was going down rather than, you know, 10 years from now when my daughter is 13 or 14 and it's old hat, you know what I mean? It's been her whole life and, then, you know, I don't know. And, and maybe it doesn't need to be really dwelled on. I mean, when you're a kid, you don't want to think about your parents' problems. So it's out there. Yeah. She Lisa could and find I, it. But yeah. Lisa and I watched it and we were moved by it. Yeah? We were totally... <laughs> I mean, that's, that's like a compliment from a filmmaker standpoint. Like, anytime somebody tells me that I made them, like, cry or feel something, I'm like, yes. Because, Look, because I was standing by the sink with my phone, like, oh, he sent me this video. Oh, the divorce. I got to watch this. Kids screaming in the background, be quiet. Lisa's <laughs> like, you need to help now. No, I have to watch this. <laughs> I was so deep into uh, this. I don't get a break ever. So, like, this, uh-huh. this was like me trying to get a break. Oh, my gosh. I was moved. I think anyone who watches this is going to be moved by it, too. And uh, made me feel uncomfortable, but not too uncomfortable. And um, it, it left me feel, feeling I wanted to see what was going to happen next. That's for sure. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate you watching it, and uh, I appreciate you always supporting what I what I'm doing. It actually like that that means everything. So yeah, love your work, man. I don't normally do this, but I really want to drop a little wisdom on you. And this is only from my own experience with uh, putting on shows and doing what you're doing, which is uh, lack of a better word, entertaining. Mm-hmm. Stop worrying about things like how are people going to feel about this divorce video. If you want to make that, you make it your way and you send it out there. <laughs> Stop worrying about when you're going around with your camera and is someone going to be upset? You know, obviously don't invade people, <laughs> but course. like don't worry, don't think that people are going to think you're creepy or if they do, whatever. <laughs> Everything I do at this point on, I've learned from wrestling because I don't feel like I did this in wrestling. I don't feel like I gave it my 100% me. I feel like I did bend for this and change for that. But now when I do this podcast, I don't care I take advice, but I don't let those those little demons get in my head of like, ooh, am I putting out too many podcasts? Is this one too long? Was there too long of a pause there? Should I edit more on this? No. I'm having so much fun doing this, talking to John Bradley. Like, I don't need to change anything. And if someone doesn't like it, they can turn it off. Yeah. But I feel like more people will like it because they know it's real. And they yeah. know it's coming from me 100%. So you keep yeah. doing that, man. You, you got to keep – you got to – keep people out of your ear i guess to a certain extent and not and just do your thing i agree listen to their advice don't have to take it but definitely don't let anyone don't ever not do what you want to do out of fear of what someone else is going to think that's a good point it's a really good point um and that's that's kind of what i'm realizing you know at this chapter of my life i'm kind of doing things my way and and i'm i'm with that i'm always self analyzing in, in the way that, like, am I being selfish? Am I being rude? Or am I just sure of what I want? Do you know what I'm saying? And, and that's, like, a, a battle within myself. But I'm enjoying life, and uh, I feel like I'm, I'm, really, I'm really happy. And are you feeling confident? Uh, more so every day, <laughs> especially when I hang out with you. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> building your confidence yes you do you come do. hang out with me more man <laughs> I'll, I'll toot your horn bro i feel like i feel like you're known for that though confidence building that's like your whole jam um usually with kids <laughs> well it works it works on me too yeah well i'm a big fan i'm you know i'm just being honest bro i'm not 
I don't know. I get excited about things, man. I, I watch yourself and like I, I'm. I like you, man. So I'm cheering you on, just like I cheer on my students. And I'm glad uh, you're getting something from it, bro. You've been in Hamilton. Have you born and raised Hamilton? No. How long have you been here? Mm, three years. <gasps> you're as new as I am. Um. I, yeah, I am. I will say that I've always. No, I, I've for the. I grew up in Atlantic County, and I spent time in Hamilton when I was younger had friends here and was always familiar always loved the town oh. um, I've been eating Marcello's for a long time mm, you're very lucky wait man. should I say like specific pizza places absolutely like- drop as many <laughs> businesses as you can I'm in support for all of them especially if the food is delicious I, I just had a couple slices from there tonight um, they were delicious. But do you, I, I always thought you lived here forever, I, just by the way you act around here. No, and you know what? I'm willing to bet that it's pretty difficult to move here and become established and, I don't want to say accepted, but just kind of just understood that you here, you're here, you're from Hamilton, you're one of us. Do you know what I mean? I I. I, I think everyone knows that i know what you mean yes yes <laughs> and uh so so i'm thankful that um that i've been uh i've been accepted into the tribe of hamilton um now i have recently moved and i live downtown and i have decided that after this whole year and moving the divorce uh, that I don't ever really want to move again, ever. I mean, I, I say that, but I, for the for the good long while, I plan to live right where I am. And I feel like that says something about my appreciation for the town, that I've, like, set up my my flag, my tent here, like right here. Like, I'm, I'm content, I'm happy, I'm a part of the community. And, you know, and, and I don't, I've never used to think in that communal mindset. Like, I never used to get really uh, sappy about stuff like that. But but I really do, uh, you know, take ownership of, like, you know, my, you know the, my community. So, um, what were we going to say? No, it's just, uh, it's this place. It's it's wonderful. It is. It's awesome. I, I love it. The mayor called me a, 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 a Hamiltonian, and I believe that... Make a few more videos, bro. I'll show them this interview. You can be called a Hamiltonian by the mayor in no time. Gee. <laughs> so, uh, so what's the future look like, man? More videos in Hamilton. Like, what do you want? What do, What do you? Before we get to the chat pack, I need to know next three year plan. What do you want for myself? Wait, hold on, real quick. If we just rewind it, I have a daughter. She's three and a half, and by me living here, that means she now lives here. And goes to school here. She will go to school here. So I'm kind of establishing my lineage. No, my family. I don't know. In this town. You're expecting her not to move away from daddy? uh, (laughs) Well, you know, one day she can. No, my kids. She probably won't, though. Because, you know, people that grow up in Hamilton, they leave. But then they come back. That's my favorite part. My kids won't leave. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I don't know. I haven't planned that far ahead. But like I said, I am planting my root my one root here so that's all i got to say about that that's all you got to say about that all right um no you're asking me my my career goals three-year goal my three-year goal um my three-year goal is just to 
continue to establish myself as a videographer, a filmmaker, a photographer, a creative, and uh, further perpetuate my career down that path, um, build my brand. So in three years, I would like to, uh, I'd like to see it be three times bigger than it is now. You do know <laughs> that, I mean, I will help you in any way possible. So you let me know, bro. <laughs> I do stunts. So <laughs> just saying, just saying. I was I thinking when you were talking about how you used to make those movies, do you know if me and you were friends back then, the movies we would have made? Yes, yes. <laughs> we would have been on fire. <laughs> Speaking of on fire, the chat pack is burning in my hands. Choose one, my friend. I have no idea. Do you want me to read this? It's up to you. You can read it or I can. Can I read it in a voice? You do it any way you want. I hope you read it in a voice. <laughs> Don't, you can't make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to keep it together. Keep it together, bro. You got this. In hindsight, what particular class in school above all others do you wish you had paid more attention to or taken more seriously? Um, okay, I have an answer for you. But it's not really relevant to anything I'm doing now in life, so I don't know if it'll have a, I don't know if it'll have a, um, a big impact. But I was 15 and I was taking a class on computer aided drafting CAD, and I had a teacher who really believed in me. Like he was like, Jonathan, you know, someday you could you could make a lot of money. You're a talented individual. You're this. You're that. And I just would not give a damn. And I said, and after growing up a little bit and being a young adult and then wanting to actually do something in an AutoCAD program, an expensive piece of professional software, I said, you know, I really should have paid attention in Mr. Holmes' class. Like, he might have been right. Damn it. And, uh, oh, wow. I, yeah, no. And I was like, you know, I should look him up on Facebook and say, hey, you know, you were right. He'd probably say, I know. But uh, no. So I, I do. I did have that moment where, like, a teacher really, like, I, I back then I could care less what he was telling me. But knowing how he said what he said, like, he probably could see right through my bullshit. Wow, man. You know? You have no idea how much that answer hit me. Like, really? I've, I've never thought, because I'm always wondering, like, what did I say that helped? you know, help someone's growth or help, you know, lead a, a path towards something in somebody's life. I never think about like what they didn't listen to me about and, and went on to remember what I said or no one's ever come back to me and said anything like that to me. And I wonder if anyone thinks that way. Wow. That really hit me emotionally. <laughs> well, <laughs> this has never happened in the chat. Uh, back maybe, before. <laughs> maybe listen to the podcast and, uh, and I can apologize to him for giving him such a hard time. Who's it? What, what's his name? His name was Mr. Holmes. Uh, he was a gentleman that taught at the Atlantic County Institute of Technology. I went there for a half day, uh, one year in high school. Um, and I don't, you know what school I'm talking about, right? Nope. Okay, well, it, it's like a tech school, but you can go there for half day to do a, a trade or, a, you know, kind of like an extracurricular right. thing. And I, I, I went there to get out of regular high school i went there for all the wrong reasons oh wow um that's the thing man you're so young what do you know like I, listen the the 32 year old me could definitely see what was wrong with the 15 year old version of me but i also know at the same time 
it wasn't for lack of trying on the people around me's part. It just wasn't. I just was very resistant. Wow. Powerful words. Powerful words. Hey, uh, you got time for one more, bro? Mm-hmm. Ooh, there was one. I can't even remember what it was, but I remember. Sorry, I didn't sound so enthusiastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's redo this. Hey, man, are you ready for the chat pack? Yeah, let's see it. All right, here we go. <laughs> here we go. All there right. There's one I really want. Oh, I hope it's it. What is the most mischievous but ultimately harmless thing you've ever done? Mm, that wasn't the one, but I'm okay with that Oh, God, one. now I have to really think the most mischievous. Yeah, you seem like a slightly mischievous fellow. I mean, it, harmless in the end, or... Yeah, and you also seem like a okay, harmless fellow, okay, okay. so I think I this don't, is perfect for I you. don't know if this is the most, but it's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> when I was 15, I accidentally set a portion of woods on fire... And yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Go um, on. Um, so we were playing with fireworks. I don't know where we got them. My friend and I, and we thought we knew what we we're doing. We could strike up a big lighter. I mean, we know how the world works. So we were lighting off probably bottle rockets on a bunch of dry leaves in the woods or something. I don't know. It it must have seemed like a good idea. And next thing you know, we're walking out of there, and we started hearing fire trucks, and uh, we ran back to his parents' house, and we were like, I, I don't know what all those fire trucks are going <laughs> to those woods behind the house. So uh, we we did get away with it, um, which I feel like I learned my lesson. Mm. I, I never played with fireworks mm. in dried leaves anymore, but uh, we went back and visited it, and, you know... The, the scene of the crime, and there was like a 15-foot radius of charred blackness. That's the first mistake. You'd never return to a scene of a crime. Who <laughs> <laughs> <Everyone> knows that? <laughs> so, uh, thankfully, there uh, nobody got hurt, and it, did, it didn't spread or anything. Uh, the Kudos to the Epsecon Fire Department hey, at the time. Thanks, but, guys. <laughs> saving the trees. But I, uh, I felt bad, and I felt bad that I kind of got away with it. I didn't, I didn't want to get in trouble, mm. but... Yeah. But I, I learned a lesson from it, you know? Yeah, I did too when I lit my own woods fire. <laughs> as as the adults around me said, mm, somebody must have lit a cigarette and just dropped it. I was like eight years old. Like, oh, shoot. <laughs> was I eight? Oh, I couldn't have been that young. When I was like 12 years old. Oh, gosh. Oh, jeez. Oh, wait, dude, We you said you we were going to bring it around. We said we were going to make it come full circle. What, yeah. what were you talking about? Yeah, oh, yeah, full circle. Okay, so... Uh, what my epiphany was, that's, I think that's how I describe it in the beginning of the video. I've had an epiphany recently, and that's what we're going to end with. And, and what it is is um, I, I, I put so much um, effort into making these videos, specifically the vlogs in the beginning. And people would ask me, like, oh, what is your channel about? That's a big question. Like, what is your channel about? What do you do on YouTube? And I always had a hard time answering that, and I would... I would, um, I guess my insecurity would take over and I would say, well, I just, I make videos and they're kind of like about nothing and I, oh. I just, you know, I, I, t I make videos about nothing and I, I turn it into something, I don't know. And the other day, I was watching a YouTube video uh, and when I say I'm watching a YouTube video, I mean I am watching somebody that I have always admired their filmmaking style. For years. I'm not just saying I'm like scrolling through the homepage of YouTube. So the other day I'm watching something and I'm and I'm thinking, you know what? Like, I remember. 
I remember the flame that got me started. I remember how it felt to just turn on a camera and edit whatever the hell it was that I had captured for that evening. And I said, it's not, I'm not recording nothing. I'm like, this is a big deal. And this, for me to say this, is a holy shit moment because it's it's not just I'm rolling a camera and throwing it around. I'm like literally recording my life. It's my effing, it's my life. It's not nothing. I'm not making videos about nothing. I'm not turning them into something. I am documenting my effing life and sharing it with the entire you know what I'm saying? And and I'm thinking like, damn, that sounds like something somebody else would tell me. And I'm like, no, that is the way it is. And from now on, when somebody says like, hey, you have a YouTube channel? What do you make videos about? Like, I document my life and I share it with the world. That's what I do. And that is, uh, that's not little. I think that's crazy. And and I don't, I can't believe I'm saying this. But that's my epiphany, you know? And this just happened. Yes. Yeah. It's awesome, dude. <laughs> it's awesome, dude. <laughs> you have anyone you want to give a shout out to? Do I uh, do I want to give a shout out to? I don't know. I mean, anybody that has ever supported me, whether it's in my professional endeavors or has watched a simple YouTube video that I so do enjoy making and making a fool out of myself and editing it to perfection. Um, Thank you. And for listening to this podcast, thank you for, you know, letting me share my story. So, thank you. Thank you, John Bradley. I, I can do that voice a lot better, but my throat is missing part of it. That, I could tell. It was yeah, only 50%. Like, I could really make some voices. I'm telling you. Not tonight. The sequel of John Bradley's videos. <laughs> His voice is going to be back. He's going to be back. Be on the lookout. <laughs>